0: Hey, my lovely ladies, before the show starts, I'm looking for some more six and seven figure female founders and CEOs to interview. So please go to www.twwguest.com to apply. In today's episode, we're interviewing Myoshalas Matthews, the founder of the School for the Intuitive. Now, this is a school for spiritually gifted beings. And this weekend, she's actually holding her very first convention in Las Vegas for her Association of Spiritual Intuitives. So she has a lot to teach us about how your gifts will make room for you, how they will let you carve out your own lane and make it look easy. And Doc, she's taking us behind the scenes today on her number one secret to failing as fast as possible and why that is a very, very good thing. So this should be an incredibly fun and exciting episode. Welcome you. Hi, Jackie. Oh, I'm so good. And I'm so excited to have you here. We were having a great chat before the interview. There are so many fun things for you guys. I'm so excited for you to hear about all the different things um that you're doing right now and your massive, massive business background. So there's just so much for us to learn in a very small period of time, which I've been definitely okay. So let's let's hear it. What is the number one secret
1: to failing fast and why is that a good thing to fail fast? But the number one secret to failing fast is really honestly just going through all the versions of you that you're going to have to experience before you get your goal and before you have your success. And what that really stems from is the person that you are today before you start a project, the person that you are when you finish that project are often very, very different. If you can think back to when you were in high school and how you started and then when you ended or college or when you started, when you ended. And if you think, oh, maybe that was because of, you know, age and growth and development, if you think about a job you had at the beginning versus when you left that job and who you were when you left, you usually are not the same person. Those experiences shape you, the process shapes you, people around you shape you, and it helps you become uh, more capable of doing what you need to do, but it also helps you delete the versions of you that do not work. And so by failing, what I like to do and tell my, uh, my mentees is go ahead and whatever it is that you think you're gonna fail at, do because you will fail. Often people try to avoid failing or they want to uh, slow things down, or they want to have the least amount of crashes possible. But I'm here to tell you, you will still live even if you crash. You are not in a car. You are living life. And it's expected for you to make mistakes. We all make mistakes. If you find someone who's never made a mistake, blame something to me, and we will find a mental institution for them because they are lying to themselves and they need help. If <laughs> <so> I choose <laughs> to start now and accept the fact that I'm going to fail, and every time I fail, I remove the parts that didn't work, and I keep the parts that stick, over time, it's just a numbers game. Eventually, I'm going to be left with at least 80% possible, like going really well. And then I'll be left with the success. So tell us
0: a little bit about how you uncovered the secret. Like tell us, take us back a little bit um, into your kind of history a little bit. And tell us just like how this has played out for you.
1: Definitely. In the very beginning, I used to work for a bunch of marketing firms and I worked for enheuser Bush for quite some time and Verizon for quite some time and other places for quite some time. And I learned a lot about business. And then when I got to have my own brand of marketing firm a few few years later, I found out I do nothing about actually running the business. I only knew how to run a business that was already created for me under the guidelines that were already provided for me. And when I did make my own choices, those choices weren't so great. Uh, For instance, I learned a lot about law before going to law school because I did not understand the importance of contracts or the importance of enforcing those contracts mostly, not just the contracts, Um, how, how detailed they need to be. That people need to sign them and sticking to my processes every single time. Now, previously, when I worked for as of Bush, I was not big on processes. I wasn't big on deadlines. I wasn't big on paperwork. I was like, Are your numbers up? Yes. Then why are you bothering me? <laughs> and if my business, yes, numbers are up. Yes, those are in. But if somebody comes back and they want a refund for thousands of dollars when they're not due their refund at all, but you didn't make them fill out a contract because you thought, Oh, you're a nice person. And now you have to refund them or get sued. Not a fun feeling that's so okay scratch that off don't do that and in the process of me having these businesses i kept finding out things i was not very good at so the first step to that i would say is admit that you're not very good at it don't say maybe i did it wrong don't say maybe i'll try again don't say you know what i think that person was just crappy maybe it's you know, it's probably just you it's probably user error so i started making a list of things i wasn't gonna do and when i did them i came up with number two non-negotiables if I said, "Oh, for instance, I had a time where my first time was five hundred dollars." Now I'm laughing, but the time it was five hundred dollars. I lost, and it was my mentor crying, full crying, for the five hundred dollars because I had I had a friend who I took on as a client. Um, I don't do that anymore, but I took him on as a client, and um, we did. We we're doing labels for them. This is I have my brand marketing firm, and her business had she needed labels for her products, and I misspelled her business name. Opulence only has one P, if you didn't know, and I did not make her sign a pro sheet. When I sent them off to print, because she is my friend, and she did look at them and she like, "Oh my god, I love them!" She was so excited. I didn't make her sign a proof sheet because I was like, "Oh, we're friends, it'd be fine." And we sent it off, and both of us didn't recognize it, and we had extra P after they already went to print, mm-hmm. and that's it—that they're at print, and now I have to her or by ordering another set. And it was five hundred dollars. That was the whole five hundred. That was the whole order. So now I'm paying for her labels. I went like crying about my, my my business on my business was like five hundred. It's going to be okay. When it's $5,000, come back. five, okay, $5 hundred. dollars so we bought it it's, it's like, no, that was a five dollars lesson. And you want to be happy about that five dollars lesson because it's not a $5,000 lesson or $500,000 lesson. Would you rather learn that right now? Because if it was $50, it wouldn't sting enough to you to remember forever. right? But you going forget this. And I'm eight years later telling you this story, so i never forgot it. So first thing on this, I put, okay, my... You don't do good working with friends. Mm. Write that on my admission list. Because I never would do that with a stranger. You sign in this paper. But with my friends, I found myself having a weak spot. So I have to acknowledge that and write it down. And my non-negotiable is, I make everyone sign every contract, no matter who you are. Period. I don't care if you're my mom. My mother knows to this day. Even if I invite her to an event and I don't make her pay for a ticket, she still has to go to the and type in the promo code to make it free. Because I don't even want to forget, I forgot I told my mom she can come. And now she's not on my account. And now I'm person over it. It's just too much. So I I admit my fault. I said my non-negotiable. And then I give myself some grace. If I'm learning, I'm new. I don't know what I'm doing here. I'm not God. It's okay for me to make mistakes. I give myself a I said, that was hard, wasn't it? Yeah, it was very hard. I didn't like that. Do you want to get some ice cream? Yes, I would like ice cream. That would make me feel better. And then I go be myself grace. I reward myself with ice cream for handling that really tough decision and the tough experience with grace and ease and not, you know, hiding under my desk or not answering them or ignoring their phone calls. And we move on, I wake up the next day and I do it again. I love it. So
0: tell us a little bit about how you got to this leaf of the school, creating a school as opposed to, because your background's in marketing. So how did you get from there to here?
1: Well, and I've been a teacher my whole life didn't want to be I've been running from that for a really long time didn't know end up having school uh matter of fact where the school ID even came from to begin with this my mentor who was a lawyer at the time wanted to create what y'all should go to Excel University name's Roxelle Richard she's excellent I love her so much that like I'm wealthy but that's that's the original OG that's I get with her you me all. yeah big like school people learn how to basically become wealthy and she had done it with me before she became that wealthy. She's already wealthy when I met her, but she's grown exponentially, like, in the last 10 years. So in the beginning, it was me, her, her one-room office. And my office is basically the closet that she turned into the paralegals area. Um, and I watched her go from making $300,000 a year in her business, like, actually taking that home, taking mm-hmm. on multiple millions of dollars. I can put her, her money never out there because, you know, it's a business. But... Yep. I watched it myself. I watched her from a, a little room and like, you know, that right? you write to having an entire floor, to having the entire floor completely gutted and made into what she, what she wants. She has wallpaper with the quotes and testimonials from her people on the <laughs> wall, literally built into our wall. And I'm just like, wow, I like that. So she decided to create a school for it, but she did not create a school. She's like, you got the marketing stuff. You know how to do web development. I, I, but basic, um, my beginning was in coding. So I actually started doing web development and graphic design in my very first business when I was a teenager. So she's like, You know how to do those things. And also, I was in law school at the time. So she said, I need you to find out how I can legally be a school. Yes, ma'am. So I do that. I go, I learn all the requirements for this, I learn how you can accredit it. I learn all the legalities, I learn the contracts, I learn the copyright structure, all the stuff you need. I bring it back to her and say, This content, obviously, but the structure and how to create it. And then I Definitely. sat and did it. And in exchange, she let me ask her questions while I sat at her desk for free. First, <laughs> <laughs> so I did that. And that was in 2017. Builds okay. so the school. The school is successful. Fast forward to 2020. So, three years later, I had no intention of having school. Three years later, I've been retired for a couple months now. I have nothing else to do. And Clubhouse starts to exist. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Clubhouse. Did you hear about that? Yeah. Yes. Yes. But so when it first, first, first. I've made. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it when it came out in, like, November, I was on it in November. So I was one of the first people on that app. And I had nothing to do. And one day, um, I was in a room where somebody's doing dream interpretations. I had a recurring dream at that time that I could not get rid of for years. So I went there. The person interpreted it for me. Made a lot of sense. I never had that dream again. I fixed the problem. Never had the dream again. But in exchange, I've been intuitive my whole life. And so I offered her an intuitive reading. And she said, oh, my God, that was amazing. What I did not know is the room went for just me and her in the room to, so like, 20 people in this room at that time. And they're like, you need to start your own room. And I said, no. And then somebody basically pushed me and I did. fast forward a couple months of me doing these things basically every day. They said, We're gonna learn how you do this. And I said, I don't know how to teach you. I only teach um business. And they're like, well, I mean, you could come up with something. And I'm like, not sure can't. I only teach business. You need business help, you need a website, you need branding help, marketing help, strategy. I got you, but I don't know how to teach my gifts. They're, I just I've been this spend my whole life. My parents taught me, and they said, well, Why don't you teach what your parents taught you? And I said, Oh that side there because I do they taught us like little kids since I was three or four years old they taught us something I can share those things and I can teach you that I also give a disclaimer, I don't know what I'm doing the only thing I used to teach um middle school high school and elementary school dance okay I was, I, was, I was a ballerina pro cheerleader all that so I taught dance and then when I became 24 25 I outgrew teaching and I went and did business um after college and all that so I'm like I do understand teaching in general so I'm gonna try to apply my teaching skills to what I, my parents taught me for my intuitive gifts and put them together. Also, disclaimer, y'all making it $300. Normally, my stuff is like $1,500. I'm making it $300 because bear with me. If I mess up or I need to add for weeks, give me some grace. I don't know what I'm doing. That's the fullest, that's fastest possible part. I didn't say I've never done it. I don't want to. I said, I'm going to on price and y'all going to work with me, okay? <laughs> yeah. So they did. And the first class I taught was Divination One. I no longer teach Divination at all, um, but Divination One. And then they said, all right, what's next? And I said, Divination Two. And they said, yeah. And so I taught them how to use their gifts. And they said, okay, what's next? I said, I don't know. That was it. That's all I had. And they're like, well, we need more classes. We're not done with you. And they're like, I don't know what you want me to teach. So they gave me some, some suggestions and I made some courses for them. So after the first year in 2020, every month I had a course for the most part. Six weeks, whatever, I had a course. And then 2021 hit. And I was like, hey, my, um, what do you want to do? I want to go back to Mexico. I lived in Mexico, majority 2021. That was, that's, that's the fun part. Because I'm retired. I want to have fun. And yep. so I got those classes little by little over time. So next thing you know, I had 30 classes. Third off. Wow. And wow. I, uh, they're like, when are you can to teach this again? I'm not. Like, I, I don't know if y'all understand the word retired, but I'm retired. And this is something of a job. I don't really want a job. And um, in 2022, I said, y'all win. Okay, never mind. What I going to do, because y'all take your tuition my time. I going to create a curriculum. And I create a curriculum that will overall teach them everything they need to know, to get them up and going and then start their own spiritual practice, own education system, spiritual business, whatever it is you want to do, and then kick them out of your nest. I called it the it's a sticker program for intuitives. And I said, that way you only get one hour of my time a week. We already know when the Howard Boom come. I can play for it time. I can create structure at a time. I can create the bits at a time. That way I can I can live my life. Because me doing this every night is is not working for our time at plan. I did that. We we fell up very quickly and we just spent twenty twenty two. Having our first full real year, had our first actual set of graduates. We had a whole week in D.C. had five events back to back to back to Christmas, and we had a coronation ceremony where we got to coronate six new queens. I was super super excited about it. And then second after that, we have the residency program, which spends a whole nother year walking them through actually becoming authorities in their discipline. Having the that's where they actually get the website up, get their own, own audience, get their own podcast going right there. Right now, actually, night wrapping class for Amazon book um I've, I've published over 30 number one bestsellers not my not my books but people come to me and i publish with them yep over 30 number one bestsellers so now we're having a course for our residency program to get their bestsellers going um and pushed out and just get them on their way to having their own businesses their own structure their own empire so they can be successful and so we finished that um we'll finish their second year in uh december i'm really really excited about that and that's how the school came about basically they just kept asking me to make courses and I was able to plan out my life and not be like, oh, I guess I'll create something. I was going to go to Jamaica, but now I have to do this. No, nope. <laughs> for the year. I also I have a structure, so I don't teach everything. And also having an outline of what what is coming next gives them a plan. Actually, having courses, um, having tests and exams, even for them to get, graduate to start the coordination program, there's like eight exams. Means they'll show up. They're structured yes. well. Um, yeah. It's really seriously. So that's how I got started. So what kind of, as
0: you've gone through this process, like what kind of new challenges are you taking on, right? Like, are you finding a the same stuff or is
1: there new challenges? What does that look like as you grow? Definitely a change. So in the beginning, my problem was not knowing what I was doing. Like not necessarily not knowing how to do it, but what I was going to be doing in the future. There was no actual strategy or plan or structure. There was just, y'all want some courses. I got to make a website. Um, here's the Zoom link. Okay, send me money. Great. To going into, no, you know, there's a a structure and a curriculum going to know we've actually completed the structure curriculum and graduate people. And now my phase is the residency program, which came after the course, because again, after they graduate to your program, they said, well, what now? And I was like, you leave. But like, we don't know how to start that. And like, make a website, come up with some bookings. Blah, blah. And they're like, we don't know that either. And I said, like, oh, you're right. I spent a lot of time in marketing. I got you. Okay, I'll make a program for that. So I did create a program for it. But what I found is, before I'm teaching people who know nothing, people who know nothing, I'll argue with you they do that they say yes and now i'm talking to graduates and they think they know everything it's kind of like teenagers you know what i mean they know enough to feel like you they know better than you (laughs) from challenge has definitely been learning how to lead leaders Mm. you're leading leaders you have to you have to speak and come with a certain energy you have to have understanding you also have to give them the grace of understanding they don't even know how much they don't understand so that you can be effective at actually guiding them. Otherwise, leaders will break off and think that they can do it on their own, and then they fall. And when they fall, they come back. Sometimes they don't because they're embarrassed, but usually they come back and I'm like, hey, remember you said not to do X, Y, Z? And then I did it. mm mm-hmm. Yeah, this is what happened. mm mm-hmm. That's why I said not to do that. And my current thing has been learning how to graciously accept them back, say, that's okay, we'll try again. Because my mentor did that for me. I remember at one point I talked to her. I told her, to her face. I'm so you me this money and shit. But this is years ago. We we all laugh at it now. Ha-ha. But even my experience led me to have the grace of that. Now it's like, no, I know that I genuinely just thought, I just, I just thought, I just, I thought, let's all laugh together. Ha-ha. Yeah. Oh, when yeah. I came back, she accepted me back and said, that's fine, but you like your old desk? Okay, well, there's your paper and I'll see you in no. Yeah. <laughs> and that a really new learning experience for me. Also, price points. When I first mm-hmm. My price points were, I don't want to say they were low, but they were introductory because I was still building my uh, my empire, still establishing myself, still proving myself and paying dues. And as we've grown, they are no longer those prices. So for instance, my bench just started at $35 and now the minimum is usually $125 um, because instead of me having to where I might rent out a square of uh, pure space or something and make my own goodie bags and, you know, we might bring an Instagram caterer, which is none, nothing's wrong with those. Nothing's wrong. Oh. I'll start somewhere. Well, now we're at five star restaurants and four star, you know, diamond, four diamond resorts. And, uh, you know, we went to Panama last year. We went to Bahamas. We went to Mexico. Those things cost. Mm -hmm. And so learning and understanding, accepting. And if you're out there listening, you don't know this yet. When you change your cost, your audience will not come with you. Maybe a percentage of them, but most of them will not. You will have to rebuild a new audience. And that's just okay. And don't worry about your audience you previously had. Somebody will come and fill that role. There's somebody all the time that is price point for them. What I struggled with was letting my audience go, because it's something that's so personal to me. It's not like a, it's a car dealership or something like that. I just get new clients or new customers. These people I spent a very long time with, I spent two years with the majority of them. And to be like, hey, I know this is a price point you can't afford. Unfortunately, this is where I'm going. Is basically saying goodbye at a lot of times. And so that can be a struggle. And so I'll give you an example of the time I failed with that. It just happened. I went to Breckenridge, and usually my retreats used to be about $1,500. They are now $3,500. And so, me trying to not want to say goodbye just yet. I had, you know, my attachment issues. Instead of making it $3,500 like it should have been, I made it $2,000. Needless to say, I spent about $6,000 of my own money making that happen because (laughs) this wasn't possible. Game is expensive. Spending about (laughs) 1000 which is expensive is yep. If you want cheap, we can go in, I don't know, Austin, but not Breckenridge, you know what I mean? Yep. And so me needing to have that experience, kind of like the $500 experience of, do you want to do this again? Were you paying inside your pocket? No. We'll be okay with people saying they can't afford it because yep. if we can afford it, we'll find you.
0: Yes, exactly. Right. And it is that learning experience, right? It is about ultimately, like, how do you... Take away from that, right? And it's worth so much more than that six thousand dollars you had to pay out of pocket because you will never do that again, right? Never do that again.
1: He's <laughs> like, "Oh my god, it's so, it's so sorry. I'm so sorry." Yeah. <laughs> so
0: okay. So as we wrap up, I would love to hear about what is it in your life right now. I always ask everyone, "What is it in your life right now that makes you wealthiest?" Right? Like that really it's not the besides the money stuff really what brings true wealth to you right now right
1: now the fact that i'm in my house this is you're looking at my extra room i have multiple rooms i'm very 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 poor so the fact that i have multiple rooms that are just my room is that huge deal to me i live on the beach at any point i can go to the beach i could walk to the beach it's like right so actually there's one right there and one right there both sides and the other beach I have a wonderful experiences. I like people around me. I, but number, 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 number one thing. That's everybody. That's that's like why you can you could never get me to go back to the job, period, ever. I have 3,000% control of everything I do. And I never have to do anything I don't want, ever, 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 ever. If I don't want to do it, there's nothing that you can do that will make me have to do it, no matter what it is. And a lot of people say, well, I have to or. There is no or. I don't have to. I was like, oh, I will not be doing that. No, thank you. What are you going to, not that. I'm going to do exactly what I want to do. Well, I'm not going to do that. And you don't have to. That's fine. I, I'm 3,000. I choose. I choose. Yeah. Like,
0: that is so wealthy, right? Like, standing here in that place. And, and the reality is that we can all have that whenever we want to, right? Especially as a business owner. It's not about the numbers. You can always say no to a new client. You can always say no to whatever. Because ultimately, why in the world would you want anything that's building something that isn't taking you in the right direction, right? Definitely. Yeah, I love that.
1: Okay, so when
0: everyone listens to this call and they're like, oh my gosh, I have got to find out more um, about the school, about, I don't even know that you specifically said this, but the balls you hold. uh, (laughs) Tell us more
1: about how how people can find you and how do you end up going to one of your balls? So the easiest way to find anything I have going on is sociatap.com slash myashola. And that's kind of like a little drop-down landing page that has links to everything that I'm doing. And if if new things come up, I add things, I take things off. So that's like always the best way to find information about me. If you want to find me on any social media, it's the empress, And my name is very common, not uncommon. My name is very uncommon. So you can find me. You can just type in my first name. All the sociatap. For me, even the other versions of them are me. Just another page that I've created to take, you know, Lynn. Put oh, a stake in that land as well. Um, yeah. But there are three ways that you can interact with me. The first way is if you find yourself a spiritually gifted individual or you think that you have special gifts or psychic abilities or all of a sudden you get mad, lights go off or something like that, and you know you are. This isn't like the, I think you would know because you're like, I don't know, some creepy stuff be happening. You need to go to school for the incentive.com. <laughs> okay. uh, our school year, we're only, only starting January, but we are a fully scholarship school. So there is no tuition for at school. It's full scholarship. Is mainly, we have a foundation that funds it. It's my foundation. I have a foundation that funds the school, but it's exclusively for people who genuinely have spiritual gifts that need to be developed because when I was giving you my gifts, I had my parents, but other than that, I had no resource. I had no friends. I had no people around me that could understand. The second way, let's say you do want, I have balls, I have tea parties. I have all these fun events. Let's say you do want to go to those. You can go to um, com slash community. And that has all of the stuff for all the events that we have. All the events throughout the remainder of the year. There, and I'm we add more as they come up. Um, but for right now, it goes all the way through December. Through that, the um, the com- conference. I always get convention conference mixed Yeah, I know. <laughs> Conference is um in December, so all the way through December, and then the last bit of it is the association. So there's an association of spiritual intuitives. So that one, that you just even felt like I have in England, or you just a spiritual, a very heavily spiritual person, you like to be around spiritual people. Okay. That's all the events we do, all the retreats we do all year, any of the field trips we do a whole summer of field trips um throughout the summer, and you can come join us. We have monthly meetings; they're all virtual, so you can be anywhere. We have people all over the world. We got people in England, we got people in Panama, we got people in Mexico. They're everywhere, so you can join us there. Um, and then get be up to date on everything that's happening, and get those invitations. Oh, oh, man. Oh, yeah. We need business help. So I forgot about this. If you need business help, I'll the social tap, but mind branding and business. That's my brand marketing for, and mainly I do strategy and strategy sessions on that. But I have an entire team of web developers, app developers, all kinds of stuff, graphic designers, all that to take care of whatever you need. Um, I'm not as hands on on that business, but it still exists. I want to push you there. I'm at all the other things I do also on social Top. Amazing. Amazing. Well,
0: thank you so much. This has been a fantastic call. I know the audience got so much out of this. Uh, thank you so much for spending your time with us today.
1: Thank you. It's so nice for you to have me and I appreciate your time as well. And I know am Excited to, so nice to meet you.
0: Hey, everyone. I really hope you enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more The Wealthy Woman podcast content, make sure to subscribe. And here's a way we can help you for free. If you are a six, seven or eight figure female founder and CEO, we want to see and interview you on one of our podcast shows. Head to twwguest.com. again, that's twwguest.com. I hope to see you on our next interview. Now at the wealthy woman, we help six, seven and eight figure female founders and CEOs to scale their business by using unconventional approaches like leading edge science and tapping into their unique authenticity code. that sounds good to you and you want to get some help, then we're inviting you to book a short chat with our team to see how we can best help you. Go to www.thewealthywoman.com slash chat. Again, that's www.thewealthywoman.com
1: slash chat.